Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And there you have it, sound of the closing bell of the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Thursday, August 25th. That is the women's Olympic rowing team ringing the closing bell, celebrating their gold medal in Rio. We are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. A down day for the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ composite index. Stocks declining a day before that speech by Fed Chair Janet Yellen that may provide clues about the path of interest rates in the U.S. Jacob Frankel is chairman of J.P. Morgan Chase International. He was interviewed right here on Taking Stock. Well, I'm all for patience, provided somebody is doing what needs to be done during the patience period. Does anyone really believe that Congress will act, get its act together in the coming three to six months? Does anyone really believe that we will see structural measures in the coming three to six months? The tenure down 4.30 seconds, the yield 1.57%. Gold down 3.80 the ounce to 1322, a drop of three tenths of 1%. Crude oil, higher West Texas intermediate up 1.2%, up 57 cents a barrel to 47.34. St. Jude Medical shares plunged today by 5%. Carson Block, the renowned short seller and founder of research firm Muddy Waters, warning that tens of thousands of Americans are living with ticking time bombs, and that is St. Jude pacemakers and defibrillators that are easily compromised, causing potentially fatal disruptions. The company says the allegations are, quote, absolutely untrue, and several layers of security are in place. Again, recapping a move law for stocks with the Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ all declining today. The S&P down one-tenth of one percent, falling two points to 21.72. 402 on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. A U.S. Navy patrol boat fired warning shots at an Iranian Revolutionary Guard vessel Wednesday in the Persian Gulf. Our ships were in international waters. Our sailors were conducting themselves professionally as they uh, are trained to do, and uh, we did not see the same from the Iranian boats on the other side. That was Pentagon Press Secretary Peter Cook. The incident came a day after a close encounter between U.S. ships and Revolutionary Guard boats captured on naval video. The White House is reacting to an extradition request from Turkey for Fethullah Gulen, a former imam the country holds responsible for inciting last month's failed coup. White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest. The administration has made a firm commitment to uh, the Turkish government that we will uh, consider their requests on the merits, and we've actually followed up those promises with action. Uh, There are Department of Justice officials in Turkey right now meeting with their counterparts to go over the evidence that's been presented. Gulan, who is exiled in rural Pennsylvania, is a former ally whom Turkish President Recep Erdogan has long accused of trying to overthrow his government. Gulan has denied any involvement in the failed coup. The TSA is advising travelers using LaGuardia Airport to arrive at least two to two and a half hours before their flight is scheduled to leave, and even earlier during holiday travel periods. 
Complaints are piling up from people arriving late to the airport because of construction. The agency blames the airport's massive redevelopment project. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all declining today. The S&P down one-tenth of one percent, dropping three points to 21.72. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. Shake. Shake. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Just warning you, Sam, my computers are really slow. Well, shakers, they cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers. With Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Well, I've got one. I've got one. Thank you so much for kicking things off. I'm Kathleen Hayes here in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. The Kansas City Fed Symposium kicks off tonight, but the market is moving ahead of that. In fact, when you look on your Bloomberg, you will see inside the S&P 500, you had 276 gainers, 233 losers, six closing unchanged. Uh, my co-host, Pim Fox, in our New York studio, along with Dave Wilson, our stocks editor. Dave, please kick it off for us. Absolutely. Let's take a look at international paper. Now, there's been some back and forth lately about the price of container board uh, used in packaging. And uh, Deutsche Bank was out with a note today saying that international paper wants to raise prices for container board by $50 a ton as of October 1st. Uh, the note from analyst Debbie Jones cited unnamed people in the industry. We tried to contact International Paper for comment, uh, couldn't reach anyone. You know, that said, International Paper shares up about 4% in today's trading and rivals moved higher as well. West Rock with a gain of 5.9% and Packaging Corp of America up 3.5%. I'll tell you about Signet Jewelers. Uh, shares of Signet Jewelers down more than 12.5% uh, after the company posted earnings and revenue below analyst estimates for the 2017 fiscal second quarter. Uh, the uh, jeweler based in Bermuda reported earnings, suggested earnings of $1.14 a share. Analysts were expecting earnings of $1.45. Same store sales down 2.3% during the same period of time. And uh, the company says that we're disappointed by the second quarter results. Market conditions have been challenging, uh, particularly in what they describe as energy-dependent regions. Shares of Signet Jewelers down more than 12.5%. Well, you know, Pam, you've just got me thinking about uh, jewelry now. So I've got to look at Tiffany up 7% today. It posted second quarter profit, the top analyst estimate, a clamp down on cost Help it weather sluggish demand from its affluent customers. Earnings were 84 cents a share for the period ended July 31 on uh, projections of 71 cents. And, of course, uh, there is a global economic turbulence, and you have high-end luxury customers. That's an issue. Our Bloomberg Intelligence team has looked a lot at uh, changes in the dollar, changes in the global economy, and how it affects people who come to the U.S. to shop for things like jewelry. Wanted to talk about Express Scripts, one of the biggest drug benefit managers, because this whole issue with Mylan and the price increases on its allergy shot EpiPen have really come home to roost in terms of 
Express Scripts and its competitors. Uh, you know, the question is, if Mylan's raising prices, uh, who gets the money? I mean, it, the focus has really been on the drug maker itself so far. Now people are kind of broadening their look, and uh, they're seeing these these pharmacy benefit managers uh, as beneficiaries as well. Now, Express Scripts uh, told us by email that, in many cases, employers are shouldering most of the cost increases for EpiPen. Nonetheless, you've got – and this all reflects the potential for uh, Mylan to have to cut the price of this uh, treatment outright as opposed to offering more incentives, which was what they did today, more uh, uh, discounts. Express Scripts down 6% on the day. I also point out CVS Health down 3.5% and McKesson down 3%, both of them affected by this whole issue with EpiPen. All right, and I'll just tell you about Standex uh, International. Now, this is a company that makes uh, many of the products for uh, food merchandising, such as display cases, uh, reusable and expendable uh uh, magnetic components as well. It operates in the United States as well as uh, overseas based in Salem, uh, New Hampshire. But the shares down more than eight and a half percent after reporting a fourth quarter adjusted earnings per share that were below analyst estimates. They missed by four cents. Uh, the company also, uh, missing in terms of revenue. They said that they, uh, had $193 million in sales. Estimate were for $200 million in sales. Shares of Standex down more than 8.5%. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It, of course, are brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Uh, the VIX lower, uh, I beg your pardon, the VIX higher today, up more than 3%, up uh, 0.45, settling at 13.89. And uh, VIX short positions are at historic lows. And if you take a look at the cash VIX, it has really collapsed since the uh, June Brexit vote. Uh, and the uh, VIX futures curve has also shifted lower. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! All right, Mr. Wilson, drumroll please. Stock of the day, Horizon Global. That's right. This is a company that makes trailer hitches, tow bars, and related products. Used to be known as Sequent, spelled C-E-Q-U-E-N-T, before being spun off about 14 months ago by the manufacturer Trimus. Horizon Global shares are listed under the ticker HZN. They tumbled as much as 42% during the first four and a half months of trading. Then they recouped the loss with help from some well-received earnings reports. Today, Horizon Global made its first deal since the spinoff. The company agreed to buy a German tow bar producer, Westphalia Group, for about $125 million in cash and stock. The seller is an investor group led by DPE, Deutsche Private Equity. Horizon Global said in a statement that the purchase will add to earnings next year and lead to a significant profit increase in future years. And that prospect went over well with investors. Shares of Horizon Global reached a record $18.50 in today's trading. They closed at $17.87. That works out to a gain about 15.5%, the biggest ever for Horizon Global shares. 
Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. You can send Dave an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net and sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will make you a smarter investor. And you can follow him on Twitter at the one Dave. You can also follow my co-host, Kathleen Hayes, at Kathleen underscore Hayes. And you can follow me, Pim Fox, at Pim Fox. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Tom Tucci. He is the head of Treasuries Trading in New York at CIBC World Markets. He says if central banks continue to take supply out of the market, it's difficult for rates to move up. 